the difference between dairy farming in Whatcom County and on the east side, as we tend to call it. Eastern Washington, a lot of dairy over in Sunnyside, and that's where we are this morning. Dylan Honkoop with you here on The Farming Show. On location, we took The Farming Show on the road this morning over to Sunnyside. I was over here doing some work with Save Family Farming, and I thought, let's talk to some farmers out here. And we're talking with, actually, I should before we go any farther, I should say thank you to our sponsors, too. Uh, we do have Laurel Farm and Western Supply uh, supporting the program. Uh, charter sponsor of the Farming Show made this all happen to begin with. And then we had Farmers Equipment Company jump on board shortly thereafter. Faithful supporters of being able to talk about real farming stuff on the radio here. So now we can get rolling here. Again, we're in Sunnyside on location this morning at J&K Dairy. Their herd manager is with us this morning, Kyle Van Dyke. And he's a Whatcom County boy. What you, you betcha, Dylan. What are you doing out here on the east side? Yeah, Whatcom County native, fourth generation dairy farmer over there. And uh, and I migrated over to the east side about six years ago. So how do you like it over? Talk about the difference between farming in Whatcom, dairy farming in Whatcom County or in western Washington versus over here in eastern Washington. Well, there's a lot of differences and there's a lot of similarities as well. Um you know, I'd say a big a big difference is obviously the weather. Uh, yep. It's real challenging in the wet climate of Whatcom County, and uh, and then the pressures of of um, of berries as well as yep. as well as uh, the the uh, townships growing and and now you uh, say residential. pressures that's like land prices absolutely and neighbors and all this kind of stuff <clears throat> development. Yeah, it makes it really difficult to compete as a dairy farmer in Whatcom yep. County with land prices. The development, as you said, with people, um, and and sometimes people aren't so friendly to dairy, mm-hmm. and vice versa, and uh, and probably a big part of that is just a lack of understanding of what we're doing. Um, so uh, it's there's there's a bit more opportunity as it feels in in eastern Washington uh, with the climate that we have over here, as well as there's more space. So talk about your operation and what you did in Whatcom County, because you you farmed over there for quite a while. Right, right. Farmed with my dad, Kent Van Dyke, and uh, my grandpa, Pete Van Dyke. Uh, my dad set out on his own when I was about five, and uh, mm-hmm. we milked about 80 cows in Linden. You are up north of town there. Yep. yep. And um, Unlike and the other part of the family, it was south of town. Right, on the Van Dyke Road, right? Oh, the Van Dyke's on Van Dyke, um, yeah. So, you know, as, as uh, history went, um, dad split off. We grew to about 80 cows, and, um, and we enjoyed a lot of success doing that with the uh, purebred industry. And, uh, but it became evident that uh, the opportunity for growth was just not there. Yeah. And the, the growth was needed to stay alive in the dairy industry just from a volume standpoint. Mm. And with uh, land prices going up, <clears throat> it just didn't uh, feel like there was going to be an opportunity to, to stay in the industry over there because um, it's it's nearly impossible to cash flow buying land at the prices that are over there. So again, all thanks to development and thanks to berries and yep. other people who are willing to pay top dollar exactly. for that ground. Exactly. So my wife, my wife Melissa, and I headed over here about six years ago. Uh, took a job with. Jason Sheehan uh, and Jane K. Dairy, and um, uh, we sure do enjoy the climate over here. We do yeah. like sunshine. <laughs> 
In fact, we're in the sunshine now here in Sunnyside. I don't know what the weather is back home, but, you know, it was, it's been a little rainy around here, too. You guys, Yeah, have had a your, little your... bit. You know, we've had our ups and downs. Weather's been a little uh, unfriendly, as you might say, yep. this uh, this winter, uh, especially February, as most everybody knows. We yeah. got blasted pretty hard, and, you know, it, it, what I would call it is we, got a, we had a Whatcom County winter, hmm. uh, or Whatcom County February with the wind and the snow, and... Um, over here, it's a little bit different, and you get hit with abnormal weather. Yep. And uh, so, it, it was is a just a feed wagon driving by. If you're if you're curious about the sound in the background, listening on the radio this morning, mixer wagon passing us by. We are on a real working dairy. Uh, things are happening right now. Again, talking with Kyle Van Dyke, former Whatcom County dairyman. Now a herd manager here in Sunnyside, where we're on the road this Saturday morning with a farming show. Uh, J&K Dairy, that's Jason Sheehan. We've talked with him on the program before. He's been plugged in with Save Family Farming. That's how I got to know him. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's involved with the formation of Eastern Washington Family Farmers. There's a lot of excitement over here to do more advocacy, tell the real story of farming. So... Coming, Kyle, coming over here from, from Whatcom County, what did it feel like? What did you have to learn? What, what, what kind of struck you as, wow, this is, this is different? Well, the big thing is it's a larger scale. Yeah. Um, the larger scale also offers more opportunities as well. Uh, really, from a, from a cow standpoint, it's all the same. There's just a lot more of it, right? So the same challenges that we dealt with with 80 cows on a per cow basis, we deal with them over here. Um, the uh, same challenges that we deal with with employees on a, on a small scale, we deal with them over here. Just a lot more of them. So I, uh, I'm in charge of, we milk 3,000 cows, and we have all the young stock and dries and everything on the place. So we have over 6,000 head that are under my watch, as well as uh, 35 employees, which about 25 of them are under my control or jurisdiction, however you may put it. Yeah. Um, and again, it's all the uh, same frustrations and the same successes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, with with the frustrations, there's the good. There's the good of it too. Yeah. And um, uh, so it's all the same stuff. There's just a lot more of it. Do you have anything to teach them coming from Whatcom County over here? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you sure? We'll see, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what he. We'll see if Jason listens to this or not this morning. Uh, He's sure not like standing around here. So. Um, <laughs> You know, a big part of what we uh, what we took on here is, and and right, wrong, or indifferent, I try to manage this dairy as though it's a small dairy from a cow care standpoint and from mm. a people care standpoint. Uh, everybody's extremely important to the success of this dairy, each and every individual, as well as each and every individual cow. Talk about that winter. We, we touched on it just a few minutes ago. What was it like being out in that blowing snow, trying to, to deal with these cows? I wasn't here, obviously, at that time. I heard it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. It was it was real challenging, you know, with uh, some of the uh, the driving winds that can that can hit, uh, you know, Sumas coming through that Fraser Valley. It was probably very similar to that. Mm. Um, there was no protection. That was the biggest thing. Is we were we were just trying to battle it with zero protection um, from the wind. And, and that doesn't normally happen over here, that no, kind of weather. No, it doesn't. You know, the, the, uh, the, the old timers around here say, you know, absolutely never seen anything like that. The, yeah. uh, 
they talk about it being a 150 year storm or what you know yeah. whatever that means it was bad um and it was real challenging from a guy that loves cows yeah uh uh you're doing everything you can to to take care of the cows the best you can and and there was some impossibilities with it. We just couldn't we couldn't battle through it. Uh, so we, we had to shut things down for a while and and uh, let the storm calm down because we couldn't we couldn't battle Mother Nature that day. And and uh, um, so you know, uh, hindsight, there's a lot of things that we can we can look at. But at the end of the day, it was uh, we were faced with something that was so abnormal. And uh, us sitting up on the hill where we're at. Uh, right up next to the dry land, there was no protection from the wind, just from trees, from other buildings. It was just ripping right into us. Kind of a, a freak deal and a heartbreaking one at that, with the loss of cows. And like you said, you're you're the herdsman. You you're you're the guy that deals with these animals. So that had to have felt like a kick to the gut. Well, it was. You know, cows. these are these are the cows that provide us our livelihood, and then in turn, we try to provide them the best livelihood they can possibly have, and. As, uh, you know, the caretaker for them, as well as my crew, uh, you, you put everything you got into every day to, to take care of these cows. And, and when, when your ability to do that is, is taken away, it's a, it's a, it you is a like gut there's kick. nothing you can do. And, no. Uh, brutal. How has it been bouncing back from that with the cows? Because we know some cows died in that when they got that herd mentality. They crowded in the pens, couldn't get them to move. A lot of that, you know, has been covered and talked about before. But then other cows, they didn't make it, but they were out in that cold. There was some frostbite. Yeah. How's that been to deal with? The frostbite was a, was a, there was a whole other level of challenge. And, and you know, the, there's successes through everything. You got you to gotta look at the glass half full, right? And uh, uh, the majority of our herd weathered the storm and came, came out of it. Uh, they're doing as well as they ever have right now. They rebounded really well. Um, the sorting through the cows that had damage that we couldn't reverse was challenging. That was emotional, you know, where, where you, you feel like, okay, the worst is over. Now we're, mm -hmm. now we're back to let, let's get back on our feet and let's get going. And then realizing you got another, uh, whole set of challenges in front of you and getting, getting sorted through that was just an emotional drain. I'm sure it was. And having to send away good cows that maybe got you know because they would get frostbite in the udder that was the big thing right? yeah right on the teat end and yeah. and that's where we couldn't you you can't reverse that when it's on the teat end well thankfully hopefully a lot of that is behind you now and it's good to be out here in the sunshine again dylan honkoop here on kgmi news talks 790 this is the farming show on the road over in eastern washington this morning we're here at j and k dairy in sunnyside talking with kyle van dyke former whatcom county dairyman now a herd manager over here in Sunnyside. What are you guys thinking about this time of year? And, and how is that different than Whatcom County right now? I saw you out hauling some manure. That's pretty typical. Everybody's doing that west and east side right now. But, for instance, we're standing here surrounded by fields, you know, hundreds of acres of alfalfa. Well, you aren't going to see that in Whatcom County. No, you're not. So what are you guys doing out in the field and, and all over the farm this time of year that might be different than Whatcom County? Well, very similar to Whatcom County. Now is the uh, the time where we're fertilizing our fields with the manure, and and uh, um, <clears throat> we're getting ready for the year of farming ahead of us. And it's been, you know, we're delayed a little bit for just yep. because of what February and the beginning of March gave us. And um, but we're uh, we're getting things going, and 
working dirt, getting getting planting going, and uh, getting ready for first cutting coming in a few weeks. And and um, it's uh, business as usual. But this is a uh, this is a go time of the year. That's for sure. So first cutting, and that's alfalfa. Yeah. That's pretty much what you guys put up. Yes. As a forage yep. crop. Yep. What's that like chopping alfalfa rather than, than grass all the time? I mean, I guess people around Whatcom County have done a little bit of that. I know Adeline's got a little patch up in the corner by Prairie and Depot there. but And I know, uh, like, Jim Workhoven's got a couple hundred acres of alfalfa, or at least he did last year down farther south, right. Monroe area. Right. But it's not like here. It's That's a little bit different ball game, isn't it, for drying it and chopping it? And it is. That right? It is. There was a little learning curve there, the difference between alfalfa and grass, for yeah. sure. Uh, it chops different. There's uh, We obviously have different windows here, you know, different challenges from things getting too dry. And... Um, you know, as opposed to in, in Linden, it was a challenge to get them dry. Um, so it's it's a lot the same, but it's there, there's a few differences that we've had to learn along the ways, or I've had to learn along the way. See a semi rolling up here. Does he need to roll in where we're standing? Are we okay? No. Okay, we're, we're good. I just don't want to be in anybody's way. That can get a little tricky when you're trying to do a radio show live on a functioning farm. Again, talking with Kyle Van Dyke here, herd manager, J&K Dairy, in Sunnyside, where we are this morning with the farming show. So you talked earlier, you like to manage cows, deal with the herd, like even though you got 3,000 head, well, really closer to 6,000 head between the young stock, the dry, everything, milking 3,000 here. You like to manage it like a small farm, though, like you did when you had 80 cows back on the west side. What does that mean? What, what's, the, what's the key to really managing cows, managing a herd like this well? Well, I think the big thing is details. Um, there's uh, the, the focus on detail, uh, large or small, is extremely important to me. Cow care is extremely important to me. Uh, changing the culture to understand that uh, we're in these girls' home. And mm-hmm. we need to be calm, quiet, slow, moving slow around cows. Is those, those things, uh, they seem easy, but it is challenging on a, on a herd this size. So it, it just comes down to the details and, and um, doing, doing all the little things that we can to give those cows what they need to flourish. How much of it is instinct, too, between yourself and, and the people that are working with the herd? You know, you hear about some people being, being a cow cow guy cow man you know mm-hmm. that they really have a sense is that part of it too just the years that you've put in the instincts that you've developed as far as telling what's going on with an animal and what she really needs well that's that's a big part of it and and that's a hard thing to teach you know yeah. i i was learning from my dad from about the time i could start walking <laughs> so that that does come down to instinct um to take people that are looking for a job uh, and teach them some of those details, it, it's, it's challenging and rewarding because when you get through to them and they understand it and, and they start uh, developing the same love for cow care that I have, it's extremely rewarding at that point in time. Break it down real simply. For, I mean, we're talking about cow, cow care. We're talking about working with animals. For someone who's not familiar with that, familiar with dairy farming or animal farming in general what does that mean what are, what are the basics of of cow care what kinds of things are you doing day to day i don't know if we got enough time on this show for that <laughs> well that's why i said in a nutshell because i know <laughs> there's a lot to it yeah you know i think the big thing just the the fundamental practice of understanding that you are a visitor in this cow's home and treat it as though and and uh giving the cows respect and give them the space and and operate at their speed not our speed yeah 
those are some those are some keys that have been uh, have been a little bit difficult to to under, you know, for the crew yeah. to understand that that uh, you don't go into the cows and and try to move them at the speed you want to move. Yep. Um, and being quiet, being mm. quiet. That's a big thing. Is we can walk in the yep. parlor here and you don't hear much of anything, and uh, uh, that's a that keeps the cows comfortable, keeps them calm. And you're and doing things like keeping on top of their nutrition, keeping on top of their health. All that kind of stuff too, Abs- right? Absolutely. Um, a, a major focus on on nutrition, as you said, uh, we feed a high forage diet here, which we believe is much healthier for the cows. Um, um, we have a major focus on genetics. Um, we uh, uh, heat can be a challenge as far as cow care goes. Heat yep. can be definitely a challenge as far as quality air, keeping and them cool keeping and stuff them cool. when it gets hot in summertime here. Yep. Very good. Talking again with Kyle Van Dyke, J&K Dairy Herdsman out here in Sunnyside this morning. Kyle, we appreciate you having us here on the farm and and telling us about the difference between west side farming and east side farming. So which do you like better? Oh, I love it here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, now you're going to tempt more guys from uh, Whatcom County to to pull up stakes and, and come over here. What, oh, what Whatcom you? County's glad I'm gone. They're just glad I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, moment of truth here on the farming show. Kyle Van Dyke, appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Dylan.